Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It's changing rapidly, Liam, over the last few days. Um, and it looks inevitable now as if we will have to hold off for a couple of weeks. How do we tackle this? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Um, well, I suppose there's a couple of elements to it. One is probably a bit of kite flying um, by uh, government and kind of maybe softening the uh, the message up or getting it out in advance, maybe. Um, we've seen this kind of uh, approach taken uh, before to when, the, when there's bad news. So where we stand really at the moment, PJ, is, you know, OK, you can divide it into unvaccinated, vaccinated and the use of antigen tests or the non-use of antigen tests. And there, that's how we, how we have to move through. We've seen Europe are moving through this pandemic with the use of all of those four elements. So if you talk about the... Where's the biggest risk to our society at the moment? It's in the unvaccinated and the unvaccinated ending up in hospital. And the key group that we have in that group, PJ, are the 60 to 69 who have only had one dose of AstraZeneca. And there's quite a large number, a couple of hundred thousand of them, uh, waiting their uh, second shot of AstraZeneca, or as, uh, as I would prefer, if they would just give them the second shot, uh, give me second shot as a Pfizer, give them a heterologous vaccine challenge. Yeah. And that would mean, I suppose, that it would use up some of our Pfizer vaccine that would ardent, that, that is planned for the 30. 30- Five to thirty-nine year olds, but the thirty-five to thirty-nine year olds are in a much better state health-wise, and we'll say the statistics support uh, you know use of the vaccine in the older age groups over the under age groups to meet that directive that we have is to protect the vulnerable and to protect our hospitals. Um, so, so, and the other thing is like we're not without you know tools in this. We can use antigen tests if we want to open up. Um, uh, There's two things going on there though, Liam, isn't there? First of all, NIAC doesn't seem to be going anywhere near the concept of heterologous uh, vaccination. And, And also, and as we heard last week at the Transport Committee, both Dr. Hullahan and Dr. Glynn both say the science isn't there to support the rapid testing. Okay, well, let me deal maybe with the second one first, the antigen yeah. testing. The, U- the European Championships, as uh, anyone who's even vaguely interested in it, will have seen full stadia um, with individuals. And they used antigen tests in uh, Denmark, and I think Denmark anyway. And out of 25,000 antigen tests, they had only very few positives. But it's not the few, it's the few positives that they picked up show that the system can work and reduce the possibility of an infectious individual going into a crowded environment unrecognised. And we saw from the TV screens, there was no masks. They were sitting beside each other. Um, you know, uh, you know, it, it is almost reminiscent of the day of, of, of Parky Rin or Parky Quee being kind of full. And how would that uh, work, Liam? Like you turn up to the stadium and say, no, you just mentioned it, so you say turn up to Parky Quee for, for Cork and Kerry. Right? Yes. And, and you're tested going in, properly tested now. And so, they so, say, so, sorry, you're, you're positive, you can't come in today. Yeah, that's it. So Here's they, they have a, a tracking system um, in many of the European countries where you can get an approved antigen test. 
um, locally. Usually, you know, they're, they're scattered throughout the cities and you can get them and you get a QR code then which tells you you're non-reactive to the antigen test and that allows you access to the stadia, to restaurants, to pubs. So therefore, you know, as, as you know already, uh, PJ, these antigen tests are particularly good at differentiating infectiousness from those individuals who may be positive but not infectious. And uh, we've all heard a debate about the, the rel- 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 relative pick-up rate of antigen tests versus, mm. uh, you know, uh, PCR um, and, and as I said before, they're asking different questions. You, you'd be inclined to, to trust the science. Why is it that DIAC seems so reluctant to go for the, the mixing of the vaccines? I, I don't understand uh, why. They've been very, they've shown to be very cautious and very kind of slow to deliver information to government, which is then onward communicated to us. Look, we have nine countries across the globe, the Canadians, the French, uh, the, uh, Austria, uh, you, know, lo- you know, using or about to implement this mixed antigen um, supplier our heterologous challenge um, uh, policy with respect to kind of vaccinating their population. And we know it gives a really robust immune response better than two AstraZeneca. And quickly, I believe. And quickly, absolutely, yes. Because so, you know, the AstraZeneca has been shortened to eight weeks. Now, there's some arguments to say that that's a great idea. But it also, we know that, you know, the longer you leave between the AstraZeneca those doses, you know, you get a better immune response. Yeah. So on the one hand, you're giving people a second vaccine, but you're actually shortening the efficacy of the yeah. vaccine as a payer yeah. because you're shortening the dose. But if you gave them the Pfizer vaccine, you'd give them this. It's not just uh, it reaches what the two AstraZeneca vaccines do. It goes beyond that in immune protection. Yeah. So the I don't understand the PJ. The 400,000 people presently waiting on a second dose who are between the ages of 60 and 69, the idea that you would put the young people ahead of that, that worries you, I think. Uh, it, it, well, okay, there are two sides to that. In, in, in any war, you need to really attack uh, your adversary, adversary from as many fronts as you can. We've done the age-related vaccinations, and I suppose it's unfortunate um, that we have this hiatus in the 60 to 69 and they're left exposed. But at the same token, we have most of the, vac- most of the infections now between 19 and 24-year-olds, um, you know, so, so the under 30s. So there has to be some discussion and use of the AstraZeneca vaccines that, we, that Leo has said are going to go out of date um, in a heterologous challenge, give them the AstraZeneca vaccine first and four weeks later, give them the Pfizer vaccine. You know, I think we have to use judicious use of these vaccines to help, you know, get these numbers down. Uh, Dr. Hoolan has said he's concerned, but he's probably concerned from the perspective of the potential impact of very large uh, numbers uh, being infected with Delta and then ending up in hospital. Most individuals who get this infection now um, are going to handle have a very uneventful infection. They might get a few symptoms, yeah. and a very few, but a very the, few the of hospital a very large numbers number. Have, and the I hospital don't numbers have fallen off the cliff. They have to fall off the cliff. We've broken this chain between infection and hospitalisation. Vaccines have largely achieved that. The last bit we need to target is that group where there are most of the infections. So that's why I've been a long advocate of opening up the vaccine portal to anybody under 40 once we have the over 40 is done. Lastly Uh, and briefly, Liam, if if Tony Houlihan rang you up and said, what do you think I should do on the 5th of July? Should we open the bars and restaurants? I'd say he should embrace antigen testing um, as one of the arsenals in which you can open up safely. And bear in mind, if we could, you know, vaccinated individuals should be able to kind of go out and, and, and mix freely. So, you know, we kind of have a divided population and this age-based, uh, you could almost call it unethical or apartheid, you know, age-based apartheid access to medicines is no longer tenable because we have most of the vulnerable vaccinated. That's what I would say to him. All right, Liam, thank you as always for joining us on the Opinion Line. That's Professor Liam Fanning, Professor of Immunovirology at UCC. Corks 96 FM. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.